0: From the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
1: Shot clock is off, 15 seconds to play, Zags will back off, the Baylor fans cheer in Indianapolis, a season of joy ends with a national championship for the Baylor Bears. Baylor over Gonzaga in the title game, 86-70 the final score. And, John, it wasn't even close.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
1: What's the draw uh, leaving the WNBA, you know, to go back to college for you?
2: It's this place. You know, it it was not a, like I didn't go to the WNBA because I had aspirations of being a WNBA head coach. I went to the WNBA because it was an opportunity to work with Kurt Miller at Connecticut who was a good friend and a mentor and someone that I'd always wanted to coach with. It wasn't necessarily a destination, um, you know, and two years later I was a head coach in the WNBA. But, you know, it's about individual opportunities. It's about the right place at the right time. It's about what's best for your family. And and, uh, this was just too good an opportunity to pass up.
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Up in the count, 3-0 pitch. Grounds it into left field, a base hit. That'll be an
1: RBI single by Josie Bauer. As Taylor Ellis scores from third, and Baylor takes a 1-0 lead. Now as the ball gets away in the infield, Bowers shoots on to second base.
0: Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Welcome into the John Morris Show. I'm Garrett Ross. J-Mo is on vacation for the remainder of the week. Him and the family are down at Rockport enjoying some fishing and all the things that go on uh, down there on the Texas coast. So in segments two and three, what I want to do today is let y'all hear from Kevin Gall. Uh, he is Baylor Associate AD and Chief Strategy Officer. And J-Mo and Brooke Bednars were able to catch up with him for their sickle podcast. So that is going to come up then. Uh, but let's start things off with some Baylor men's golf talk. They finished the Stillwater regional in sixth place. Uh, they were one stroke short of advancing to their fifth straight NCAA championship. And it was close, man. I mean, they were in great position here. They ended up shooting a 16 over for uh, three Oh four in the final round. And what really kind of unfolded next is unfortunate for Baylor, uh, Little Rock, Arkansas comes up and they have all five of their players make birdie on the 18th. Okay. That is ridiculous. That's something that, you know, you don't see hardly at all. It's one of those almost destined to happen type things. Uh, unfortunately for Baylor, uh, the Trojans moved ahead of the Bears for fifth place and they were able to clinch up that last position to advance them into the NCAA championships. Uh, other teams that are going. To the NCAA championships out of this regional, our host, uh, number four, Oklahoma State. They shot uh, 28 under par. You got number nine, Illinois. They're moving on. They shot a 14 under. Number 21, SMU. They were even. Uh, number 49, Sam Houston. You know, this is a, a program over there in Huntsville that is having a lot of success as of late coming off that national championship and football Uh, They're 49th in the nation. They shot plus 12. And Little Rock, with with, uh, the edge there over Baylor, shot a plus 15. Uh, The Bears finished tied for sixth place with number 15, Auburn. They also shot a 16 above. And they were ahead of number 30, Notre Dame, who shot 20 above. Northwestern, who shot 25 above. And Ole Miss, who shot 27 above. So Baylor was in great position there. Uh, The best final round scores for the Bears came from Cooper Dossie and from Ryan Greider. Both of these guys carded a 1 over 73, while Johnny Keeler contributed a 6 over uh, 78, and Colin Kober shot 8 over 80 to post the Bears' final scoring count. Going in depth more on uh, Cooper Dossie's performance, he finished his Baylor career with a 71.84 stroke average across 134 rounds, and that's actually the second best career stroke average in program history behind Jimmy Walker. Uh, He had a 71.55. Uh, Dossie's 134 rounds were also the ninth most in program history, and he ends up tied ninth for 14th career uh, negative – Top 10 finishes and tied for 8th, 7th career, top 5 finishes. So he had a tremendous career here at Baylor. He was able to get a lot of great accomplishments. And it's going to be interesting to see what he could do going forward. Uh, another cool stat is Colin Coper. He finished the Baylor career with a 73.12 stroke average across 99 rounds, which is the 12th best career average in program history as well. Uh, so hats off to those guys for doing tremendous things for Baylor. And the Bears are really going to miss those guys. They're going to miss Cooper Dossi. You're going to miss Colin Colbert, Ryan Grinder, uh, Travis McElroy. They're all going to graduate, but you do return eight members of this team for next season. Uh, so that's going to be something that you can build on. You're going to have uh, your key guys that you're going to need to be watching out for. Uh, Mark Reppy, Johnny Kiefer, uh, Luke Dossi. They're going to be some of the guys who are going to be the anchor of this team next year. And they're also going to return Brandon Huff, Trey Bosco, uh, Tyler Eisenhart, Luke Morgan, and Scout McKinley. So they're gonna have a lot of talent coming back next year and I you know, I think that we could kind of expect to see them in this regional final again hopefully they could pick up where they left off this season and get back into championship mode but you know that's one of those things we'll have to wait and see Uh, i want to talk about some lady bear basketball for a minute Uh, coach collin has really been working diligently to put her staff together uh you know and this is going to be one of those things that's going to take time i don't think we're going to magically see her have a staff together within a couple of weeks but we've already seen her retain Jeremy Hefner, uh, he'll remain in charge of the strength and conditioning. And she also added Sylvia Young-Malcolm to come on as the assistant AD for player development. So yesterday, in a late announcement, uh, she hired Michael Mata as the new assistant AD for basketball operations. He's coming to Baylor from Dartmouth where he held the same title, so it's going to be interesting to see what he can do here and really what all of the the, the day-to-day operations are that he's going to be in charge of uh, to help with this team. You also had the news come out yesterday that um, you had uh, Moon Urson hit the transfer portal and you've also had... Trinity Oliver hit the transfer portal as well. So you still have Nelissa Smith so far, Caitlin Bickle. Those are some of the going to be your cornerstone pieces if they can keep those players here at Baylor. If not, then you're really just going to have to rebuild from scrap and hope that you can get some players in the transfer portal that could come and add some uh, experience to, to go with these younger players. And you're also really going to have to focus on hitting the recruiting trail hard. I still don't know their full philosophy behind recruiting, but it's going to be crucial to get on top. Of because I mean you're in a position now where you're recruiting against Kim Mulkey you've had the luxury for the past 21 years or so where you have been uh, granted you had her in your backyard you had her going out and recruiting these top tier opponents you know we we talk about it numerous times when you look at women's college basketball it's different because you only have a handful of teams who are really in it that really championship caliber year in and year out whether that's UConn, uh, what Baylor has been, Stanford, Louisville's been on the rise, South Carolina, there's just a handful, a pocket of these teams. And now you're going to be competing against them. You're not going to have that luxury of, oh, well, we're Baylor. They're going to want to come to us. Uh, that's something you're going to have to reestablish and prove that you could still win here. Um, and I think that Nicky Collin can do that. It's going to be interesting to see. I don't know if it's going to be how long it's going to take to, to rebound. To get back into that championship caliber on a year-in, year-out basis... I think you will see some fall off as she tries to implement her system, her style, and put her own identity on this program, which is only natural. I mean, you're not going to expect to see anybody take over for a legend in any sport uh, you know, and just kind of pick up and keep rolling. That's just not how this works. It's very difficult to do. I think she has the right mindset. She has plenty of the experience. Uh, you know. So I'm just interested to see how she goes about continuing to build her staff because I think that's going to be really crucial. And that's why i really like to hire a Sophia young Malcolm but everybody in the state knows Sophia right like she's going to be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame she had a successful career in the WNBA and her experience working with these players uh, at the AAU level especially I think is going to be crucial you can bring them in she knows everything to know about Baylor basketball so, I think that was a really brilliant hire. And to me, it draws a lot of parallels to what um, the hire of Joey McGuire by the football team. When when Coach Rule got here, you need those roots, those connections, those people who have, you know, all the, know all of the, the, everybody there is to know in Texas, but in all the key players. I think that's really vital. So, that was a great hire by her. One important note I want to pass along before we get into the next segments are, so yesterday, Baylor announced that they're going to go to 100% capacity for all outdoor activities. Really, it was going to start with this Oklahoma series in baseball, which I, you know, by the way, go out there, pack that house. Baylor needs you to be out there and support. You have no excuses anymore. 100%, get out there and support the Bears, support Coach Rod and that crew. Uh, But going forward, you have the the softball team getting ready for the Gainesville Regional and, you know, Baylor, the baseball team still has to take care of things here in this series with Oklahoma. They got to wrap up things in the Big 12 tournament, but it's looking positive that they'll get into postseason. So Kendall Rogers, he is the managing editor for D1 Baseball has uh, some news earlier this morning said that the NCAA is expected to announce today that baseball and softball championships will allow 100% capacity if local state guidelines allow for it. So I think this is really big. And we know, like, all right, so, for instance, the the softball team, we mentioned they're out in Gainesville this weekend. Florida has been a lot like Texas as far as how they've handled – uh, the restrictions on COVID and all their COVID protocols. So I expect that to be 100% capacity, but as the baseball team goes forward, right, and they get to go on into postseason play, if you're a Baylor fan and you want to go watch, you didn't have that opportunity, you might have. I know a handful of y'all did have an opportunity to go uh, make the trip to Indianapolis and even down to San Antonio to support both basketball programs this year and their runs, but now if you have an op- you have an opportunity to go and support the baseball team or the softball team as they are in the hunt for a national championship and you're going to be able to do that now so this is some really good news me and jmo have talked about it numerous times that it really feels like we have we're coming over the hump we're we're getting over that covid hurdle and we're starting to get back to normal so i wanted to pass that news along to y'all um obviously there's going to be more details that unfold with it but i think it's a really great step in the right direction um as we get ready to for life after covid uh, but so, coming up next, I'm going to let you hear from Baylor Associate AD and Chief Strategy Officer Kevin Gall. Uh, this is, like I said, this was with uh, J Mo and Brooke Bednards as part of their Sickle podcast. So, we got that coming up for you next in segments two and three. Uh, you're listening to The John Morris Show, brought to you by Dia Fine Jewelers. You know they're at 4541 West Waco Drive,
4: where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Just keep your umbrella handy as we'll see mostly cloudy skies with a 50% chance of scattered showers tonight. Maybe an isolated thunderstorm as we drop to 65. More the same tomorrow with mostly cloudy skies. A 40% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms and a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
5: D.M.R.A. Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high quality fuel and lubricant. They are a Central Texas owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675- 8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675- 8107. or look for My It Fuels on Facebook.
4: With a First Central Credit Union home equity loan, it's your choice. Your home's equity can provide the cash flow you need. Use cash for home improvements, debt consolidation, a new vehicle, college expenses, a wedding, dream vacation, a medical emergency, or any other unexpected or desired expense. Act now and enjoy no closing costs up to $75,000. Apply online at www.firstcentralcu.com
2: for a quick local decision. Loan subject to credit approval and some restrictions apply. Offer valid through June 30th. Member NCUA. Hi, Jay here from Pickup
4: Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, Wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? The Pickup Outfitters, we think you do, and we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco, we're here to help you and your bro on the web at createacommotion.com.
6: I'm Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slavic Sausage in West. Two more play-in games in the NBA tonight in the West, starting with the 9th and 10th place teams, the Spurs and the Grizzlies, tip at 6:30, followed by the 7th and 8th place teams with the Warriors at the Lakers, tip is at 9 o'clock. Game three of a four-game series with the Rangers and Yankees tonight at Globe Line Field, first pitch at 7:05, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. High school softball playoffs continue tonight with the region semifinals. Game one with Crawford and Winthorst and Kennedale at 7 o'clock, and Bremont and Ganado at Wimberley at 7 o'clock. Baseball also getting started tonight in the region quarterfinals with Lake Belton versus Lufkin in Hudson at 6 o'clock, and Troy versus Malakoff game one in West at 5.30. Bosqueville taking on Toler game one in
0: Cleveland starting at 8 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. to the best of the John Moore Show here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
1: Kevin Gall, Senior Associate AD, Athletics Chief Strategy Officer, and uh, Kevin, welcome. We appreciate you being on with us. Thank you.
7: Yeah. I'm just. I'm sad. It's a podcast, and the listeners can't see the. Palat- palatial recording studio. <laughs> exactly, no you got that spare. right. Yeah, yeah. My, I, pre- I appreciated office. the free podcast meal. Yeah, <laughs> I did think. I did think the John Morris butter sculpture was a little much. Oh, but. it was. It was a little much. <laughs> Don't give away all of our secrets here, will you? <laughs> all right.
1: All our other guests are going to be like, "What
8: the heck? We didn't get that." <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Well, and we. It, if you're going there, we should let you know yes. that we've had guests here who brought us gifts. Ah, oh, uh, just yeah. letting you know, right, Brooke?
8: Yeah, yeah right. No, just, that's that's probably it's a two-way fair street. Enough. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but welcome to you, and uh, I should say, welcome back to Baylor. Thank You've you. been here. You're a Baylor grad, and uh, welcome back.
7: Oh thank you. I'm, we're super excited.
8: I was about to say the two people we get to visit with this week while we are welcoming them, it's, it's nice that y'all are part of the Baylor family. You've been around Baylor for a while now. So I will just start off with what does it mean to, you to be back at Baylor and, uh, you know, working for the school that you graduated from, not only, um, with your undergrad, but also a law law degree.
7: Uh, so it's number one, it's extremely exciting. Um, number two, it just means a lot to our family. Uh, my wife went here too. Um, Hillary, she, we, we met here. Um, and so the ability to come and have, having been away almost a decade and come back and be in a position where you're super excited about the leadership here and the direction and where it's going, but also feel like, um, maybe hopefully you can bring some value and be a part of it. Um, I just, I've, since the moment I stepped foot on campus when I was 18 years old here, I've, th- I've felt there's something special about Baylor and we'll, we'll talk more about that. But I think that there's a, there's a lot of places where you can get a great education. There's a lot of places where you can um, whether it's athletics or academics or research or music or whatever it is, you can be at a national level, but the ability to bring in the third dimension of the spiritual piece, especially for 18 to 22 year olds, it's such a crucial time in your life. I think that's what re- really makes Baylor uh, a unique place in the country and a really special place, and and it's had a tremendous impact on our lives. And I want to I want to help carry that into the future. Right in fifty years, when my grandkids go in here and John's grandson's calling the games, <laughs> um, I, I want Baylor to be just as impactful.
1: Uh-huh. Tell us uh, about how, how you and Hillary met. What, what's the story there?
7: <laughs> so uh, she was a manager uh, for the women's program. Oh, she we're going to get there. For one, for, for, yeah. For, for, for one year. Yeah. yeah. She was yeah. an education major, so she could really only do it for one year. Okay. Uh, before student teaching and stuff came into it. So she was a manager for the women's program. I was a manager for the men's program. We met in the laundry room of the Farrell Center that connects the two locker rooms. <laughs> yes. Doing doing practice laundry. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, so so she was pr- like,
8: "He can do his own laundry." Check. Yeah. Check. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah
7: so uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so yeah, we've got we've got a uniquely Baylor story. Yes. Um, you know, and uh, and uh, probably not not dissimilar to some stories in John's family. No doubt.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's a great story. That's neat. And and that speaks to uh, part of your time as an undergrad here at Baylor. You did work with men's basketball. I did uh, when in really the early years when Coach Drew was here.
7: Yeah, I I would tell people all the time. Um, you know, my sort of my time here as a manager. My my freshman year, we were one and fifteen in the Big Twelve. Tell me about it. And and the one was probably a gift. <laughs> um, if you'll remember, it was ESPN Classic Retro Night and uh, against Colorado. Colorado, yeah. And we started the game on a twenty-one to two run, <laughs> and I think we won by six. <laughs> and, and it was a win. <laughs> and in my, my senior year, we we made the NCAA tournament, and um and and so to be a part of that was a tremendous blessing. Um, because what, like. I'm a bad person to come to about, uh, Oh, this can't be accomplished or, um, this is impossible or whatever, because watching what, what coach and not just coach, but that first staff did in setting the course, um, and really understanding what, uh, work is, what maintaining a positive attitude is setting a vision, um, showing up every day and giving your best, even when you're losing conference games by 20 points, um, Boy, it, it, it changed my center of gravity and outlook in life of, of, as to what's possible. Mm.
8: So I have to follow that up with after seeing you had a front hand, a front seat to Scott Drew and that whole program and what it was like to go from one to 15 to the NCAA tournament. You were hired right after. Um, you know, the national championship and the joy that that brought the whole program. John's actually wearing a polo, (laughs) a pullover with the logo on it. So it's front and center right here today. Um, But to just have seen that and been able to watch it as a Baylor alum and then knowing you were about to become a Baylor employee again, what did that mean to you to be able to think back on those days and to see all that they have accomplished and to get to that point?
7: So it, it, it was surreal to a certain extent, um, because uh, I knew how much work had got into it, um, but there was certainly an appreciation for um, how that team played as as the product of an 18-year process, and how coach spoke when he had the biggest platform in the country is exactly the way he speaks behind closed doors, and to see uh, to see that celebrated at the highest level was. Was really cool, and, and 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 I do. also have to say this. Um, I was I was at the final game. Um, obviously, I wanted to relive it, so I had I watched the TV broadcast, and I, th- <laughs> I thought I thought uh, Jim Nance is a pro, and he did a great job in sort of the the last moments of the game or whatever. But the first time I got like emotional was when I heard John's mm-hmm. radio call of it, John oh. and Pat's radio call of it, because and for those who haven't listened to it, they need to listen to it because. Um, Like it was, it was perfect because, and just in the texture of their voices, um, is you, you feel the journey and, um, and that moment, uh, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. And, uh, but, but then, you know, two days, two days later, coaches calling me, asking me about, Hey, when do you get down here? And and, and just like normal, like coach, you just won a national title. Like, don't you have some better things to do? (laughs)
1: That's great. That's great. Well, you can appreciate that journey as well because you no were doubt. here in the early years and you knew how tough it was. But I was thinking about that staff when you were here working mm-hmm. as a manager. It was, it was Coach Drew. It was Coach Tang. It was, it was Coach Driscoll. Coach Driscoll. Matthew Driscoll. Was Driscoll Coach Tang. Paul Mills.
7: Uh, it was Driscoll Tang and Moorfield were the three assistants. Okay. Stephen Bruff was the ops guy. Okay. Uh, Mills at the time was the video guy. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, and we had. Um, we had, we had some other people around the program, but like, um, really the, in my class, the really the, the person who was sort of the head manager, Sam Patterson, who's Mm -hmm. now at, at Oral Roberts, um, sweet 16, uh, Mm -hmm. I was about to say we can celebrate all of it. I feel like, I feel like I have to say that. Uh, (laughs) And then, um, and then, uh, like Pat Conley, who's uh, works in an NBA front office. Now he was a GA at the time. Brent Wilson was a GA the first year I was here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
1: where and, are – this is a good where are they now, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well,
7: and I, I think that's also one of the really neat things about the program is uh, not only is Driscoll, um, um, Grant McCaslin, Paul Mills, incredibly successful head coaches, Coach Moorfield, what he's doing at Mary Harden Baylor. Um, but also, I, I think we've got at least three, maybe four pretty high-level NBA front office people that, that have been – um through the program um and so uh yeah the 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 program called the joy culture has has spread probably more than people realize um because the the great thing about the great thing about coach is um there's an environment over there of wanting to get better every day and uh and it same thing that exists here with with mac mm-hmm. is um one of the things that I think uh, I have an appreciation for having seen places across the country is it, it, in our major leadership here in the athletic department, whether it's Mac, whether it's Coach Drew, whether it's Coach Aranda, there's, a, there's almost a stunning lack of ego, um, especially compared to other people that do those jobs throughout yep. the country. And uh, it was certainly on display with Coach Drew. Think anybody that spent time around Coach Aranda would recognize that, and and, and Max certainly the same way. If 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 you got a better idea, he's going with yours. Mm-hmm. That's
1: a great point. It really is, and, and really points to the success that we're having here. Tell everybody. Uh, so from 2008, undergrad degree at Baylor. Yes. Uh, on to Baylor Law School, yes. 2012. Yes. From there, uh, walk us the path after that.
7: Yeah. So I I went to work for. Uh uh, management consulting and executive search firm called Eastman and Bodine. Um, it's if you were going to make a, a Mount Rushmore of of people who have impacted the sports industry without being part of a franchise or a league or a commissioner or whatever, um, Bob Bodine, uh, the CEO of Eastman and Bodine, he would be on it. Uh, he he essentially invented executive search in, mm-hmm. in pro and college sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the uh, the ability to uh, work under somebody like him for nine years was spectacular uh, Bob gave me a platform to go do stuff and learn on the job he mentored me he showed me how to do things and so essentially uh, I did executive searches and consulting projects all over the country with universities pro sports teams um, private business some nonprofits uh, it was a, it was a wonderful experience yeah
8: How did you get into that, and did you go into law school knowing that consulting was the path that you wanted to to take?
7: It's a great question. Um, So uh, there's a long answer and a short answer. I'll I'll give you the shorter answer. (laughs) Um, So when I went to law school, uh, the only thing I found out quickly in in law school at at Baylor Law was that I really probably didn't want to be a trial lawyer. And Baylor Law is a bad place to be if you don't want to be a trial lawyer. But I realized that... uh, most of my classmates loved 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 it more than I did, and I knew that I was never going to be successful at something I didn't love. And so, um, I uh, I graduated from from Baylor Law and um, didn't want to practice law and didn't have a job. So I I do not recommend that uh, for those listening. That's, uh, <laughs> not a great spot not, to be. Not in. Not a great spot to be in. But uh, preparing champions for yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, so I, I I had I had. I had a, some semblance of a plan, but, uh, but I got a phone call from, from, from coach drew and, um, he, he and, and Bob Bodine were, were friends. Cause Bob did the search back in 2003 when, when coach drew got this job. And he said, do you remember Bob Bodine? And I said, uh, I, I think I've met him at a game or two, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't know me. And he said, well, he's got a, he's got a position. Would you want to go talk to him? And I said, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go talk to him. And I went and talked to Bob and we had a, a great talk and I went back the next week and we had a very long lunch and then he had my wife and I out to an outing with him and his wife and, and that was it. So, um, listen, um, I think one of the more, um, humbling things about myself, but glorifying things about God in my life is my whole, uh, professional career has really just been a couple of phone calls. Uh. Um, my high school basketball coach, uh, in Houston was very good friends with coach Tang and coach Mills. Um, when I got a, uh, Partial academic scholarship to Baylor. Um, he made a call uh, as to whether I could be part of the program as a manager. Um, and then Coach Drew made a call to Bob wow. when I graduated law school. And then and then uh, through my through through that professional experience, I got to know Mac, and Mac called me here. So yeah. I, I can talk about law school. I can talk about <laughs> what my job's going to be, all that. But my my whole professional career has been three phone calls.
8: Wow, and that is a testament to this world of sports and how small it is <laughs> everybody knows everybody and great connections yes
2: hey, it's matt mosley the matt mosley show with steven simcox exceptional experience extraordinary results that's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com.
6: Payments for qualified buyer with $4,000 down and 2.9%. TTNL Extra. Sig dealer for details.
1: Travelers back, and so are the savings at the Memorial Day Savings event at Richard Carr. Hit the road at a 2016 Buick Encore for only 152 a month, a 2016 GMC Sierra for only 318 a month, a 2018 Mercedes GLA for 334 a month, or 2015 GMC Terrain for only 135 a month. 100% credit approval is always our goal. It's the Memorial Day Savings event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more.
2: Uh-
7: My house
4: has
8: a
6: is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate, universalwindowscentraltexas.com. That's universalwindowscentraltexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I
0: love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
6: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slavatic Sausage and West. Two more play-in games in the NBA tonight in the West, starting with the 9th and 10th place teams, the Spurs and the Grizzlies tip at 630, followed by the 7th and 8th place teams, with the Warriors at the Lakers tip is at 9 o'clock. Game 3 of a four-game series with the Rangers and Yankees tonight at Globe Life Field. First pitch at 7.05, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. High school softball playoffs continue tonight with the region semifinals. Game 1 with Crawford and Winthorst and Kennedale at at 7 o'clock, and Bremont and Ganado at Wimberley at 7 o'clock. Baseball also getting started tonight in the region quarterfinals with Lake Belton versus Lufkin in Hudson at 6 o'clock, and Troy versus Malakoff game one in West at 530. Bosqueville taking on Toler game
0: one in Cleveland starting at 8 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. back to more of the best of the John Moore Show with the voice of the national champion, Baylor Bears. I'm visiting with Kevin Gall. Kevin
1: is the senior associate AD here for Baylor Athletics. Uh, new to the athletic department, athletic chief strategy officer. You, you made reference to that. Uh, tell everybody what
7: that means. What's uh, <laughs> Explain your job. Well, it's a new position. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever had it before. Um, so if I'm lousy at it, it'll take people a while to notice, <laughs> so that's exciting.
8: I have no doubt. You will be fantastic at it. There's a uh,
7: So, again, being a new position, we really just have a framework for the job, and I think maybe the best way to think about it is think about three different buckets, um, external, internal, and special projects. And so um, externally, uh, Baylor's position within the college athletic world Baylor's position within um, Texas and the region, Baylor's position within the Christian world, and sort of fully trying to run out who, who we can be in those spaces um, internally, probably two areas. One, um, internal professional development, really growing our staff, uh, our people to, uh, professionally, probably our staff, our assistant coaches, people that want to want to be poured into and fed while they're here. Um, I think also, we, I mean, we have a world class university right across the street over there,
8: mm-hmm.
7: and so I, we we have a great relationship with campus right now. But I know there's there's experts over there we haven't tapped into that um, that would it would be mutually beneficial. There's there's uh, research being done. There's uh, students with interest. There's there's professors who are who are national or, or global experts at things. Uh, so, so creating, uh, building on the already good relationship we have with campus and making it even more dynamic, uh, making great use of the resources we already have, uh, and then and then special projects um, that's sort of directed by Mac uh, and and timely. But like for example, how do you, how do we? Uh, I don't think I'm spilling any state secrets here. But like in on Monday, at executive team I talked about how do we capitalize on this national title? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. How do we capitalize it for Baylor? How do we capitalize on it for the athletic department? How do we capitalize on it for, for coach drew and his program? Um, And then obviously you guys know we're, we've potentially got some facility projects coming up. Uh, And so there'll be, there'll be a natural uh, cycle of Mm -hmm. just special projects that, that I can come alongside people and not necessarily lead, but sort of serve as a internal consultant and, um, help, uh, foster some efficiencies.
8: How do you, just for everyone listening, how would you say that the job that you have just done for the last nine years and all those experiences and all those connections that you've been able to do, how is that going to benefit you here in this new role?
7: I think first and foremost, when you are hired externally as a search person or as a consultant, you're a problem solver. Um, and, and the problem's grown to the point that they're that, – that an organization is willing to part with a not insignificant sum of money to have you come help solve the problem. And so so executive searches, consulting projects, um, I, that's what I've been doing for, for, for the last nine years. And, and then one of the things where – even though I'm not a practicing lawyer, one of the things where my legal education really helps and they do – an unbelievable job of of drilling into you at at the law school here at Baylor is issue spotting. And so the the ability to come in and in short order really spot the issue, assess the problem and develop a strategy to, 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 to get onto the other side of it. And listen, most problems at the end of the day uh, involve people and people are, are time multipliers. So if you can get the right people in the right spot, or if you can get people using their talents better, um, that usually goes a long way. So uh, so I've been doing that for 9 years um, all over the all over the country and, and that's that's been fun so so I'll I'll pull, I'll pull on on all of that to as as we approach things here
1: Along those lines, I asked you this in the hallway a week or so ago, how you were part of the search committee that identified and hired Nikki Collin as our new Baylor women's basketball coach. How different was that for you? On the
8: other side. On this
1: side, yeah, on the school side of making that hire compared to, I mean, you, uh, Bob was involved, uh, Eastman Bodine was involved in this, compared to being on that side of helping a school find somebody.
7: Well, the the great thing was – you know, I've, I've worked with Mac on several searches before and, and I, I worked on searches at, at, at Baylor even before Mac was here. Um, so it wasn't as different as maybe it would be if it was somebody who if it was led by somebody other than Mac who was less familiar to me.. Yeah. Um, now I, I did I, I, I did have the thought uh, time and again, hey, as a consultant, I get to go home at the end of the day. I don't have to stay at the hotel here. <laughs> or hey, I get I get to leave the room to take this phone call. That's I got true. I got to stay seated at the table here. Yeah. Um. But I think that um, I think w- what was great was um, uh, Mac does such a good job in in searches and 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 knock on wood or whatever John's desk is made <laughs> out of here um, that we don't have to do another one for a while yeah. um, because uh, I, I think we've got great people here. And I, I think we landed in such a great spot in the women's basketball search, but uh, Mac is, he's so thorough. And, but what, if I could take people inside the room of, of an interview for a second, um, what Mac does such a great job of is he sets the tone for the room to make the candidate feel really comfortable. So he'll spend a lot of time, introducing all the people in the room and so it you know he would introduce it was we had paul bradshaw and we had don rogers and, and mac and then we had javon overshone and and then i was at the end here and i was the new guy so i was able to be kind of the butt of the joke uh you know mac would say something like well you know this is kevin ninth day on the job <laughs> everybody would laugh and he'd say not sure we're gonna make it to 10 <laughs> and uh, and so but but in doing that Everybody's laughing in the room, and now there's a spirit of calm in the room, and there's a spirit of of transparency and fun. And the more comfortable you can make a candidate, the more they can be themselves, the better the interview is going to go, regardless of whether they get the job or not. Um, And so um, the ability to kind of have seen Mac do that before, kind of know how he handles those rooms and what a great job he does – uh, the ability to just sit back and, and watch him do it and um, was was really great to to, to be uh, on from the inside. Is it, uh, is it fun for you to be back?
1: I mean, I know you've been around Baylor and you were here and you weren't that far away. You were up in the
7: Metroplex, so we yeah. saw you you know fairly often. But is it fun to be back? It's a it's a blast. Um, and, and with the caveat that um, in in a couple of weeks, my family will be down here for yeah. good so once once they get down here I like it'll it'll be really really fun cuz I, I, I as much fun as I'm having I I I miss them very much but um but yeah it, it's it's been a blast and um and I think that what's what's great about this place is the people and so you've got you've got so many different talented people um working together to to try to produce something great um for not only for the, our student athletes, but for the university and for, for all of our stakeholders. Um, And there's a, when things are good, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a a natural energy that God creates between people and that exists in this building. And so just being able to be a part of it is really cool.
8: You mentioned your family. Uh, We talked a little bit about your wife, Hillary. She was also a Baylor alum here um, and a manager for the women's team. But (laughs) uh, tell us about your three kids.
7: Yeah. So I've got Henry is seven uh, Georgia is six and Gus is three. And so Henry, uh, is, uh, he's a, he's a funny kid. He loves Harry Potter audiobooks. He loves karate. Um, and then Georgia is six. She's the CEO of the house. <laughs> We're all going to work for her one day. Um, and then, and then Gus is three. He'll be four at the end of June. He's kind of coming into his own. Um, but, um, blessed, wonderful, healthy kids, uh, credit to my wife um just uh, they are uh, they're a joy
8: well maybe you'll be able to find georgia the perfect fit one day <laughs> for whatever company she will be leading good point very good
1: point well great to visit with you we appreciate your time and uh welcome back welcome home to baylor and uh thanks for uh opening up and letting folks know a little bit about you and your past and your baylor ties and your new job here
7: thank you i appreciate it uh, look forward to uh doing this again, but m- more importantly, uh, uh, I think we're, we're entering a really, really challenging time in college athletics, uh, with a lot of changes coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but we've got, we've got great people. We're, we're well-situated. And, um, the, the one thing, the one thing I, I wish, uh, all of our fans could, could see how many people here give everything they have every day to, 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 to create a great product. And, um, it's really inspiring to be a part of. And so I appreciate getting to come on here and uh, look forward to uh, working with you guys.
8: Well, we're very fortunate to have you back on the Baylor team.
1: Baylor Lady Bear Softball from the NCAA Tournament on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball opens play in the NCAA Gainesville Regional Friday afternoon against South Alabama. 315 for the warm-up show. 330 first pitch for Baylor Lady Bears Softball. Follow the Lady Bears in NCAA Regional Play on 101.3 FM.
4: In the market for a new metal roof? For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. One winner
7: will have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today.
4: Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing
2: lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco.
4: What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit for pickup outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco.
8: realtor with Coldwell Baker Apex to find my website, Facebook and more.
4: Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? You know, it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud. She always wanted him to be a doctor. Hi there. I'm the foundation doctor. That's Ronnie Weathorn, the foundation doctor. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls? The Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
1: Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you?
3: Welcome back into the John Morris show. I am Garrett Ross. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I know it's a best of episode and we're going to have more of that coming out throughout the week. Uh, But going ahead today, uh, Matt Mosley is going to come up next here at three o'clock and we will be joined by Baylor women's golf coach Jay Goble at 305. We'll kind of recap this season and uh, just talk about everything in general, all the success that those girls were able to have Um, we're also going to get into some NBA action. So tonight the Spurs and the Memphis will play at 630. This is going to be one of the – as part of the play-in tournament. And that's going to be followed by Golden State and the Lakers. I know a lot of people out there uh, anticipated for this game. Anytime you could have superstars all over the four – um, like Steph and LeBron, and them, you know, that's going to get a lot of attention. So that's a couple of things we'll dive into as well. We also have some audio from the Cowboys rookies uh, that we'll get into, but that's what we're going to do today for Mosley. Uh, coming up today on Game Time from four to six, we got a loaded show. We'll have Crawford, baseball coach Randy Smith. He's going to come on at four fifteen. Crawford's going to take on Valley Mills tomorrow in a three game series to see who continues their pursuit for a state championship at 430 we'll talk with David Murphy uh, we'll talk about all the, the Rangers series going on right now with the Yankees we'll also talk about some of the other things going on in baseball I know there's been a lot of talk about Tony La Russa and his comments so we'll get into some of these unwritten rules of baseball with David as well we'll do our Ranger roundup for you like we do every day uh, you know Texas come out to a, they got a great start last night jumping on the Yankees 3-0. Uh, just it wasn't enough. Things kind of unraveled there at the end. We've we talked about that with this team all year long. They're hit and miss, and so it's kind of to be expected. But uh, I got a couple of um, good highlights for you as well as some post game audio from Chris Woodward that will let you hear. And then at five, uh, we're going to be joined by Valley Mills head coach, baseball coach Shane Keaton. He'll come on, uh, and so we'll get both sides of this matchup between the Pirates and the Eagles. So we'll hear from him. And this is a you know their district. This is a district that also includes Bosqueville, and all three of these teams are still alive right now. So I think that kind of shows the talent level that we have in our own backyard when it comes to baseball. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a state championship state champion come out of this district. Uh, we're also going to be joined at 5.15 by Hoot Johnigan. Uh Hoot's out in Gainesville right now uh, with Coach Warren, and uh, the staff getting ready to take on South Alabama and that Gainesville Regional for softball. So we'll kind of touch base with them, see what they have going on. Uh, if there are any concerns about the weather, we know all the storms that have moved through and they all keep pushing east. Hopefully things will stay clear, uh, but we'll talk with Hoot as well. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the John Morris Show. I appreciate you tuning in and listening Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with some more best of. And JMO will be back on Monday to resume things at normal. Uh, But until then, talk to you all soon. Peace.
1: Good night, everybody.